Hey team, it's Mon, and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where every week I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? Together, we'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma, and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. Quick disclaimer here, no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 131114 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Hi guys, welcome back to How's Your Head. Again, I'm in the studio, you can hear it, you can hear the audio is way better. I'm enjoying it so much in here. I've actually got... Daniel O'Connor here with me. Dan, sounds weird to say full name. Dan is my brother-in-law and I know it's been like four years, but for some reason I still feel like that's wrong for me to say. Like it I don't know why it, it sounds off. off, but you just kind of rocked up in our lives, like just popped up one day and I feel like you just slotted right into our family and just never left and it's great. You're absolutely family now, obviously. Ten years ago now. Ten years ago. Yep. Huge. But I'm very, very happy to have you in here today. So how's your head, Dan? Thank you for having me, Monica. It's okay. Um, yeah, that was 10 years ago now. That's a long time. I know, That's huge. Should we tell the story about how I found you? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if your fans want to hear that. It was a long <laughs> night. That was a long night. Uh, long story yeah, short, I opened a bedroom door yeah. and there was a random man in yeah, my house and I said, was, who are you? And, and that was Dan. Your sister wasn't even there. No, Shay wasn't there. You were just a boy yeah. in the bed and I thought... What is happening? Yeah, very forward. Yeah, I wouldn't do that these days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, you escaped and no one even saw you. So I know. You Everyone really was very nice there. to me that day, which is odd. Mm. No idea who I was. Oh, we so. liked you. You know, yeah, we kept you around. Well, Ten years yeah, later, you haven't been able to escape. Go. Two kids and a wife later. There you go. I'm still around. Beautiful um, life. My head is good. Thanks, Mon. Um, very busy end of the year leading into Christmas, New Year's, and then coming back to work. So, yeah, it actually is good. I feel very refreshed coming into the year. Um, I've got obviously, not obviously, but I've got two daughters. One's just about to turn two. So this Christmas was going to be the big one where she was going to get excited. So I was very, I love Christmas. I love the festive season. So I was very excited and she didn't actually care about Christmas. She actually did not care at all, did she? actually made me pretty sad. Um, She didn't want presents. She She didn't want presents. She played with her old toys before (laughs) she even opened a present. So that was, that was sick on her half. Um, But yeah, good, good, busy. And I think looking back on the the last month leading up to Christmas and New Year's and then we went away and then back at work. I think I love being busy. So yeah. I went back to work and I was like, fine, I was ready to go. I was happy. I was content. I had the break. And now having all that busy time from Christmas and New Year's being away and then I was only home for two days and then back at work, I think I love it. I think I love being busy. So I, I did. I really, I'm really good at the moment. I really feel on top of things. Um, yeah, feel refreshed as well, even though I was so busy. So it was really yeah, nice. Yeah, that's nice. I feel like you are, and tell me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I feel like you are such a social person, like you and Shay yeah. alike. So like, do you yeah. think that social stuff really fills your oh, cup? Well, Shay, I think Shay brought that out of me. Like I was very social before I met Shay, but, which is my wife or your sister. Yes. Um, I was very social, but that, that lady is unbelievable. She is the most social human on the planet. I say it all the time. <laughs> she is here, there and everywhere, wrangling the two kids, 
far out. That many coffees you could, bloody, she's just had a coffee shop. Yeah, um, I actually had a coffee with her today. Yeah, so like it just never <laughs> ends and I never know what she's doing. So I think I do, I really just bounce off her in that. Like, and I say that my house is like a revolving door. Like there's yep. never, there's never not a person coming into the house at any time. It's actually crazy, but I actually love it. Like yeah. people think it's, people like I tell people about it and they're like, oh, wouldn't you get annoyed? And I just don't. I love it. I love seeing people. I love seeing people with my kids. I love hanging out with people. So yeah, I do. I do love being social. It is a big, a, well, it's probably the biggest part of my life, to be honest. Like You reckon? With all, like in this mental health space, like I don't really exercise. I I play golf, but leading into mental health, I don't really use that for that kind of release. I just, me speaking to people is, I'm a bit of an oversharer and I love to talk. So yes. I, yeah, as you would know. <laughs> as, um, so, you know, I speak to my mate, my best mate, Josh, who's here today. I speak to him once or twice a day. Yeah. Like, it's just who I am. I call people, I talk. I just, that's the best thing about my mental health that keeps me healthy is just talking and socializing. So yeah. I do love it. I love being busy. I love everyone around all the time. Do you reckon you are like with that, like obviously talking, having your mates around, having your family, mm. do you reckon you are like, you would say you're really open with your mental health? Yeah, I think I am. I think I've gotten better as the time's gone on. Yeah. I think I was very, very not sheltered, but I didn't really speak about it to anyone when I was younger. Like I had some, from about 18 onwards, my life kind of changed in a, in a bad and a good way, but yeah. I never spoke about it to anyone until I was, God knows how old I was. And um, now I just, I just don't care. Like I love to talk about things because it's the best thing I ever did was speak. Like I didn't speak yeah. to a professional, I just spoke to my friends. Um and it really did change the way I thought about mental health and the way I was treating myself. Like I was a big bottler, like I'd just bottle yeah. it. And I would never get angry or upset, but I just never spoke. So I didn't yeah. really I didn't really have any emotions to it. Like I was just like You almost numb to it. Yeah, a I had bit. this huge life changing thing happen and then I was just numb. Like I didn't yeah. do anything. But that's a response in itself as well, yeah. though, isn't it? Like Yeah. Like I wasn't an angry person or a sad person. I was just like I was just nothing. I was just and then I spoke about it and then it kind of like opened me up to being a really big speaker and being yeah. honest and people are just there for you, I found, like your friends and your family and it yeah. does just help talking and not, yeah, always thinking that not you can it solve in. it on your own. If you're yeah, not I think that's like a massive thing, particularly for men. Yeah, Like true. that, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. having, and I know you said you're 18, you're obviously like yeah, a young, young man. Yeah. And, um, but like having that real sense of like, oh, I just need to figure it out myself and yeah. I can do it myself and it's okay. Like, but and no one you, cares. I felt like, yeah, oh, like, is why that would how this you person felt? care? I was just, I was very embarrassed about the situation. Yeah. Um, and that made me think that, oh, well, everyone's just going to think ill of me or bad of me yeah. for being, like, for the situation. And then, oh, if I speak about it, I'm just going to get embarrassed. And then they're just yeah. going to think I'm, I don't know like less than I, you know, already think I am. Yeah. Which I didn't was like, oh, well, I'm just not going to speak It's about almost it. like a protection thing yeah, though, isn't it? Correct. Like you yeah, were kind yeah, of yeah. like, I don't want to feel yeah. worse and yeah. I don't want to have this like pressure on me yeah. to, to yeah. you know, or like that reflection on you yeah. even. Correct. It was a big, yeah. And I hate sympathy. I don't like, yeah. and I thought that's what, if you tell people things when I was that age, I thought that's all you get is people going like, like I'm so sorry for you, mate, and start going tippy-toeing around you or like trying to do things differently for you. And I didn't want that. And yeah. I thought, oh, well, if I don't speak about it, no one will change. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing for me with when I spoke about it, it actually helped me not yeah. made it worse. And do you reckon like, do you reckon you have had a really positive impact on your mates and the people around you with how open you've been? Like, have you noticed that, do you think? Um, oh, yes, yes and no. Like I do, yeah, oh, like 
I think you surround yourself with people who you kind of like, I'm 32 now. Yeah. So like the people who I'm still so close to growing up, like that I went to school with and everything, are the people that I've opened up to and we all kind of do it together. Like yeah. there was like I still have friends, like all my best mates still from high school so yeah. and know all about what happened and, you know, all the stuff that I, I've spoken about over the years and I, they've never, like I've never changed friendship groups. I've never, I've never had to um, worry about what they thought of me yeah. because – it was always going to be all right with the people I surrounded myself because I loved them and they loved me. Like I don't. So nice. That's yeah, like yeah, you yeah. knew you had like unconditional yeah, love from yeah, them. Correct. Which yeah. is so important, I yeah. think. And like something that, I mean, I'm saying this again, like I think is more common with boys and yeah. friendship groups. And I think it's definitely getting better for yeah, sure. for sure. But like having that and like letting your friends know that you love them unconditionally. Yeah. And, and speaking yeah. about it so that they know yeah. it. Like and whatever it is, like yeah. I feel like generally people get that from family. Maybe you would hope, correct? Yeah, or like that's something that's like a kind of figure or yeah, someone, like yeah. unwritten almost that yeah. you know that's their unconditional love yeah. there always. But for your mates as well, I think that's so important. And you guys, like, yeah. you have such. I know obviously I'm talking about you and Jay yeah. both here. Like you have such a big friendship group yeah. and so many mates around you, and I just think that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. That you felt it, like you could have people that you could go to and you had a really strong yeah, support system correct. and still do. Yeah, and yeah. like. It's it's been what, fifteen years since school, and you still have the same fun and laugh about things that happened so many years ago. Yeah. But then you can still talk about the dark times. Yeah. And then still come back to being really good mates after it. Like there's yeah. no. It yeah. Doesn't change anything nah, about your friendship. Nothing changes. Yeah. And I didn't really I didn't really grasp that at such a young age. Like I thought everyone would start treating me different, and that's what really, that's what I kind of felt that was going to happen and nothing like that happened. So I it was feel like kind that's of, such a common yeah, stigma yeah, a around common, it though. Like yeah. people do feel like that, like you're going to view me differently yeah, or this or that yeah. if they're open about and these things. I didn't things. want anything to change. But what were other people's responses to you being open about it originally? Do you awesome. remember? Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, really good. Everyone was just – a lot of people just listened. Like yeah. a lot of people just listened. Like they didn't really give their two cents. They didn't really – um, they didn't really tell me, you know, it's going to be all right because it didn't – like that didn't matter to me. Like it didn't yeah. – I didn't care for like – like it just – they just listened and just let me talk and then they were like, oh, look, I just never knew. And I'm like, yeah, I've, I don't speak about it. Yeah. And that's what – like I never wanted – like I was – I don't know, I can't remember. Like I spoke to Josh about it when I was pretty young but not really that many other people, like Heath, my other best mate, but nothing – yeah, nothing really – in a big group setting or like a like I never really joked about it. I only started yeah. joking about it so like dep- recently. Yeah. yeah, like the last, you know, three or four years or so it's still As time goes on. It's yeah, as time goes yeah. on. You know, and like obviously we're not saying like what this is and it, I don't think that matters at no, the end of the no, day it because yeah, yeah, I yeah. think like anyone listening no. to this going there are so many different life things oh, that happen. it could be anything. Like it yeah. could be so yeah, many bloody yeah. things that happen. Yeah. Curveballs are thrown at you all the yeah. time. Like and the most important thing is knowing that you've got that support behind Correct, you yeah. so that you can talk about Correct, it. And I yeah. love that you you did that and, yeah. like, you got to that where you were like, I actually know my mates yeah. are just going to be there for me. And I wish me. I did it earlier. Like, I wish yeah. I did speak earlier. But I just had no idea. Like, you don't. Yeah. You know, you're young and, you know, you think the world's going to freaking crumble around you if you start telling people, you you know, your dark, dig, deepest, darkest secrets that's really affecting you. But yeah. It just doesn't. It really doesn't. Well, you never know. There could be an 18-year-old kid going through something now exactly today right. and listening to this and going, and you know what, I can. <laughs> one mate. It yeah. really does. Like you don't have to tell everyone. Like yeah. you don't have to sit there and freaking sit down every person you've ever spoken to and, you know, grieve with them. You just, if you just want to like lean on one person, it'll just help you immensely. I think, yeah. personally. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's good. What a good thing. Yeah. All right. So you mentioned your two... Beautiful children. Yes. I love them so yes. much. My nieces. nieces. Yes. The best. 
Um, if you're on my Instagram, you would have seen Frank. She's uh, yeah. featured a couple of times. Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Obviously, like Frankie's only two, right? So yes. you oh, just nearly Je- two. Yeah, nearly two. Not yeah. even two. Yes. So you're a new dad. Yes. Right? You're a new dad. Very You've got dad. Two, two under two now. Yes. So hectic. Quite very, like. very. A lot going on. A lot going on. And you and Shay are so social. You're always doing things. You've got yes. a massive friendship group. How have you gone adjusting to being a dad? I feel like we talk about mums all, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's, that's a whole a kind of other yeah, thing. Yeah. But how have you adjusted as a social person with a big friendship group and then all of a sudden you've got kids? How, yeah. We, um, <laughs> we had like, we don't have a chat, but we kind of made like a blanket rule when we first had our kids that we weren't going to let, not let, but like be dictated by the kids' lives to ruin our social lives at such a young age. Like you've yeah. got naps and feeding and, you know, you've got to, it's obviously things get harder. You can't, you know, you've got to put your car seats in your car. You can't take them anywhere, blah, 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 blah. There's all a thousand things that make you want to stay home and just go, I can't be bothered. But we just really yeah. made a point, especially with Frankie, um, our first child, that we just didn't want to sit at home just because I had to nap or we didn't want to sit at home just because it was just going to be a bit tricky because it's hot and like, you know, they're not going to have anywhere to put the pram or, you know, you can't bring a pram. Like, you, like I don't want to go to cafe because I don't know where to put my pram or whatever. Yeah. We just made us just a point, a blanket rule that we're just not going to like affect our lives. If we want to go out, we'll take them with us. They can sleep. They can sleep when they get home, whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, we just really did that at the start and it just kind of happened. Like, and we made our kids, we kind of, we were like more than happy to like, like, say we did go somewhere social, like give the kids to people that want to hold them straight away just so they grow up knowing they'll be getting held by what they think strangers but like our closest friends. Yeah. Um, And then eventually as they get older, they know everyone and like Frank says everyone's name now. You know what I mean? (laughs) Frank doesn't stop saying everyone's name. Yeah, doesn't stop talking. So like it was just a – we just made a real conscious effort because we were – we are so social. We didn't want to just stop that. Like we didn't want to just sit at home and be kind of recluses just because you have a kid. Yeah. So we made a real big point of that, which really helped us. Like, and now with Bal, we've got the two. Like, it's mayhem. Like, it's it's crazy. absolute mayhem. <laughs> but it's you do it. It's doable. You yeah. Know, like, and Shay's amazing. Shay's like, she can do anything. That lady. So you know, like, you just kind of get it through, and you always just do your things you want to do, and you know, it just kind of works out. Like, they're fine. Like, if they scream or have a tantrum. You can just. It's always something to you know. Help them out. They're yeah. all right. What do you right. do with Frankie? Go outside and get her a leaf if she's yeah, upset. Yeah, yeah, take her out to nature. That girl loves nature. <laughs> she if she's does. Having she her loves the outside. Fits. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And so, like for you personally, like watching even Shay become a mum, and yes. like when I like obviously Bella was a little bit different because you'd already had Frankie, mm. so you'd kind of gone through it already. Mm. That like original, like original baby, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. first child, like Frankie, yep. when she was born, and that was all happening. Did you find it hard to? Just, did you feel prepared? Because I always think about this no, from a dad's point nah. of view, where it's like the mum is growing the child, yeah. it's there, you're reminded Correct. of it all the time. Yeah. Like, but I feel like for men sometimes it's like the kid just kind of comes and it's there, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> That's spot because the that hardest thing about being a dad, especially a first time dad, I found was that trying to connect with a three week old baby yeah. or a week old baby that doesn't like know you, doesn't know who you are, doesn't feed from you, you haven't grown it, you literally have just stood by your wife's side the whole time or partner's side. Yeah. And when you hold it, you, you know, like you think, oh, I'm their dad. They, But you, they don't know who you are. They yeah. have no idea what you're doing. They don't they don't know your touch. They know nothing about you. So I found it like, to be really honest, I don't really like the newborn stage with kids. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like. You can say that now that Belle's a I bit know, older. Yeah, I know, <laughs> far out. I just really, I kind of. I just, I didn't struggle with it. I just didn't like it. Like yeah. I loved when they started communicating and moving and, and all that kind of process more than just holding her and just being with her. And like, I remember when I sat, I was at, 
I was at home and I was sitting next to actually your mum. Yeah. And I was holding Frank and I was like, I think she was probably, I don't know, three or four months old. And I was like saying to her, I was like, isn't it crazy that like you show all these kids these love and affection and we're hugging her and kissing her. I'm like, and she's got absolutely no idea what you're doing. And then your mum was like, they will feel this love for the rest of their life. Yeah. And I and it kind of just like hit me when she said that. And I was like, it's so true. Like you think you're doing nothing by just holding her or rocking her to sleep or singing her a song or whatever. Yeah. But they remember that for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Even if they don't remember it like a physical memory, like your being there your is, is all their trust and yeah. everything when they're older. So, yeah, that kind of changed my whole mindset on what it's like to be a dad to a baby that is, you, you've kind of, you're not, you just support when you're that, they're that age. Yeah, because, like, yeah, it is such yeah. a, you know, the, they rely on them Correct. so much. Correct. And that's like the comfort a lot of the Correct. time with yeah, the feeding yeah. and all of that. And we so, breastfed, yeah. so like we weren't even giving bottles till Frank was like, eight months old. Yeah. So you're literally not having any connection with the baby but holding it. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of difficult. But then once I got over that, it was really – it was awesome. Yeah. I really love, like, how honest you are with that too because I feel yeah. like so many people would be like, oh, no, like, I'm a dad. I love my child so much. Yeah, no, Which obviously you love all. your kids. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Like, no, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> no, like, but – You love them. Yeah. But you don't have to love every part of being – Well, it's a massive It's a process of change. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge. And, like, it's I like, loved having, like – don't get me wrong, there was nothing wrong with her or the – having the baby, I just didn't like the newborn stage. And I, yeah. like, even with Bell, I didn't like the newborn stage. <laughs> and doesn't... there's nothing wrong. Like I find there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that stage, like obviously I still love them and everything. Like there's yeah. no issue. They're still yours. Yeah, yeah, still my yeah. babies and like I, I love them, you know, until the day I die. But I just didn't love it. Like I didn't – I'm not a very paternal person. I yeah. find that's what I found in myself. Like I, I'm not a very – I never loved kids growing up. I'm not really great with kids. I'm pretty awkward around kids. Like I've got nieces and nephews and I was like, just, hey. you know, when they're so young, you just, I don't know. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And then I had my own kid and I still kind of felt awkward. And then obviously as you get to know them, you, you know, they become, you know, your best friend. Or I was going to say, like looking at you now, that's yeah. so funny because like Frankie's like, your best mate. Like oh, she's like I you in a girl. tiny person. Oh, yeah. like I couldn't love that girl anymore. And you know, it is yeah. true though. Like yeah. I, I feel like that even... I mean, having them so close in age, and yeah. I know anyone with two kids might feel like this. Even yeah. you know, having the second baby, yeah. we are both the second child, so we can Correct. Really, like, I'm a child relate also. to this. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, Frank is like so full of energy. She's oh, that age, yeah. and I'm like, even I was like, who's Belle? Like, who's yeah, this honestly, yeah, that just sits yeah. There? And obviously, like, you love her. She's the sweetest course, thing ever. Yeah. But it kind of feels like it does take till they're like talking to you that you're like, oh, you're actually a human being. Like, because the this? second child, like the first child, you're doing everything together. You're bathing. You're doing dinner. You're yeah, you're swapping when they're sad. You're doing everything together. Yeah. When you got two, it's just like divide and conquer. Like yeah. we just like <laughs> oh, I deal with Frank in the night. You deal with Belle. Um, yeah. You know, I'll feed Frank. I'll eat my dinner. You sit down, and then I'll put Belle to bed. You eat your dinner. Yeah. Like geez. so, there's not that that all divided attention. The unison is yeah, not there yeah, yet, yeah, but correct. it will. And imagine oh, like you think about the day that yeah. like you're all sitting there having dinner together at the table yeah. and that's just like the cutest thing I know, ever. yeah. And like, yeah, and Belle being five months now, like she's smiling and laughing and like you feel so much more connected. Yeah. That, for me personally at this age now, like yeah. from here onwards, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you, take, you can yeah, hang out with me now, Belle. You're all good. You're my mate. She listens back to this. She's yeah, like, what the God, hell? She hate me. So we talked about like obviously you were so happy to check in with your mates mm. at some point. Like, do yeah. you feel like that's still something that you're really good at? Yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't mind asking people how they are and if you're all right and if you feel bad or if I notice if someone's off. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I do notice if people are off, um, more and more as I get older. A bit um, more in tune with it. Yeah, very much so. Cause I know, cause like for myself, like I'm a very, like, I don't know, full on kind of 
like if I'm I'm all like I, I kind of pursue, like, you wear your heart on your sleeve, yeah, I reckon. I'm very, That's how I just I'm open me. and happy. Yeah. So like if I'm sad, it's so obvious. Yeah. So like when I see people, I know like if they're like that, it's so obvious to me. Like, yeah, you know what I, I mean? like you can read people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I do I do like to check in on people. Not enough. Like, I don't do it enough. Like, I'm not saying I call everyone every day. Oh, I feel like most it. people would say they don't do it enough, though. Yeah, you know? it's such like, an it obvious answer. That we're all just but I like... do, like, I don't say every – but if something's wrong, I'll, I'll really – I will ask. I'll know, yeah. like, are you all right? Like, you sound flat. You sound like you're shit or you sound like you're tired or – it's mainly this guy, so <laughs> <laughs> it's literally all I say to it's him. It's all to Josh. Yeah, yeah literally. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I do I do try for sure, for sure. Yeah. And do you reckon, like, do you still feel like you often have to reach out to people or do you feel like that's reciprocated now quite no, a bit with like your friends No, I it's reciprocated, too. especially yeah. in mind friendship group. Like, we've got that many freaking group chats going. I was going to say, you guys have the most mates I've going ever on. seen in my life. There's always so. something going on. And then if you get whisper <laughs> of something, someone's feeling down and then bang, you're on the phone. Like, yeah. oh, did you hear blah, 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 is not feeling like bang. Call them. Are you all right? Do you need help? Blah, blah, blah. Yes, no. Like, yeah. So there's always, you know, there's always someone there in our group to – that everyone leans on. Yeah. Even though they've, you know, there's there could be 15 blokes, but there's, you know, groups of best friends. And if you hear something, you always kind of reach out. So, reach out, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I want to talk quickly. I know you mentioned about golf. Yes. And how that's not really something that you do, like, for your mental yeah. health. Um, do you have, like, I know you said socialising mm. is, like, such a big thing for you and that really fills your cup. Is there anything that you do on your own? Like, is there anything that you sit there and do and you, like, consciously to... I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yes. Uh, he was, uh, just side note, yeah, very excited yeah. to be in at Producey yeah, today. Yeah, you're a fanboy. <laughs> fan oh, yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I, I, I don't actively do anything per se, but I always think about, like, I don't know how I'm feeling or how I'm, if I'm spending enough time with the girls or if I'm getting enough quality time. I'm always thinking about if I'm doing things, not right, but what I want to do. But I don't really do any kind of external work on it. Yeah, um, I'm very gra- I'm very grateful for my life and my kids, and um, I kind of I kind of got a reality check when we started to try to get pregnant of how hard the pregnancy and having kids is. Yeah, in life, like I just thought you'd decide to have kids and you have kids. Yeah, like even until I was thirty does. years old, everyone I had no does. idea. Yeah, <laughs> and then I just really, really. Like knowing a few friends that have struggled and stuff and that are still struggling, I really did have a kind of light bulb moment where it's not easy and you just like being there for people and not every story is the same. I yeah. just really, it really kind of just opened my eyes to, yeah, being grateful for how well we had our process of having our kids and how good it was for us. Yeah. Um, and I never take that for granted. And people like, I've got two girls and I, I, it kind of pisses me off when people ask me, oh, do you want a boy? And I'm like, but then I wouldn't have my girls. Yeah. So like, I'm it not going to substitute. Matter. Yeah, I couldn't care less. And it's so hard to get pregnant and have a child and have a safe birth. Yeah. I couldn't give a shit if it's a boy or a girl. Like it yeah. does not bother me one bit. Like, yeah. you just, just say there's not a happy a, little yeah, baby. I think it's the shittest question you can ask someone yeah. with girls or someone with boys. Yeah. Like it's just not, it's not fair because it's so hard to actually have a kid. Yeah. Oh my God. It's yeah. like an absolute miracle. It's a isn't miracle. It? There's so and many things that have to go yeah. right for people to consider. It's the best thing in life that you don't get to choose. Like, I really yeah. do think that. So, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a long winded. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. All right. A couple more. Yep. I want to know heart happy moments. This is also something that I've yeah. said. And I was like, some people don't know what that means, but like a moment where you were like, felt so like overwhelmingly grateful, maybe happy, just like, Something that made you feel like your heart was full. It's a good question, and 
I, in the last 12 months, um, I kind of rekindled with my grandpa. Yeah. From my dad's side of the family, which we don't really see. And I have probably, I've probably seen him once in the last 15 years, to be yeah. honest. And um, he actually, he passed away a month ago now. Yeah. At a hundred, he was a hundred years old. Yeah. Wow. So it's a feat. yeah, he raised a bat and yeah. he was, um, yeah. And he lived alone. He lived by himself. He didn't live in a nursing home. He's a very active man. And um, it was actually my wife, Shay, who reached out to my cousin, who she only met once, said, can, who my cousin goes to my grandpa's house every Saturday and said, oh, do you mind if we come with Frankie at the time, this is 12 months ago, who was yeah. just born to meet the grandpa. And I would, I didn't do anything. I didn't reach out. I didn't speak to anyone. Like I don't really speak to that side of the family. Yeah. Um, and we went and it was so, it was just awesome. It was awesome to go and see him, see, you know, his great grandchild. Yeah, wow. And then we went again and we went again. So we ended up going three or four times before he passed. Yeah. And like we ended up, he, our, my uncle called me and the night he was passing away and said, do you guys want to come in and see him? And like Say me, bye. my brother and my sister, we all went in and we all sat with him and while, like, while he was on, you know, like palliative care. And like, I was like, that would never have happened if I, if my wife didn't reach out 12 yeah. months ago. Yeah. And it kind of just like stuff like that. It really did like really make me think how lucky I am to have my wife. Yeah. Oh God, now I'm getting fucking Oh, <laughs> I did. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that's so true though. And like, I think the point of that is as well, like it's never too late to reconnect. Yeah, true. Like you maybe would have not even thought about no, it. Never. And I would never have done it. To be, I yeah. would never have ever. And you know, all it took was Shay life. to send a yeah. message. And I've got no resentment against my grandpa or anything. I just, yeah. I'm not very good at that stuff. Yeah. And she is. So yeah. yeah. And, and you know, all it takes is yeah. like a message. Yeah, one message. And, then, yeah. and how lovely that, you know, you can look back and be like, Frankie yeah. got to meet him as well Correct. and, yeah. you know, you got to say goodbye yep. to him and yep. that, you know, not only obviously means so much to you but yeah. would have meant so much to him as yeah, well. Yeah, like, yeah, so it was it was a beautiful time to kind of get with him before he passed and, like, he, yeah, like 12 months later he passed and, like, yeah. if I didn't do that, I think I would have regretted it for a long time. So Yeah, yeah so reach good. out to the people in your life that maybe you haven't talked to for a while, everyone. Yeah. Say hey, send the message. It could be a friend, it could be a family member. Yeah. Like that's so important, I think, because yeah. I think a lot of people get to the point where, like you said, yeah. you, it's not like you had any bad feelings. It's just like, no. oh, well, I just wouldn't have thought to do that. Mm. But even, you know, family, they're yeah. not, you're yeah, still yeah, there. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone's still there and I'm sure. And everyone wants to see you and yeah. like, you know, a lot of water under the bridge and then you see them and it's just like you were 15 years ago. Like, yeah. Like your family. And it's always family, yeah. It's always the same. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it could be family, it could be friends, same yeah. thing. Like sometimes it doesn't feel like times change at all, does no. it? Yeah, so exactly, nice. yeah. So important. Oh, so I love good. that. That's good. It's yeah. really lovely. All right, last one. You know what's coming. Favourite song. Favourite song or songs. You're sad, you're feeling down. What is it? Or what are they? You can have multiple. You My need your phone. favourite songs. I'm a real sad guy too. I <laughs> love being sad when I listen <laughs> to songs. sad, yeah. So my favourite it's it's sad. It's like I like being sad hearing it, but it gets me going. Is okay. Missy Higgins Scar? Oh, I love Missy Higgins. Oh, she's just an, an absolute, absolute singer. Legend. <laughs> so every Saturday, me and the girls get up and we will have breakfast and put on music. And like, Missy Higgins gets a thrashing. Oh, I Missy love Missy Higgins, Higgins. Is the best. That's a great one. And then another awesome one who we both love is the the goat Pete Murray. Oh, Pete Murray. Yeah, Pete Murray. Any oh, song. Any song of Pete Murray. Yeah. Better days, so beautiful. Opportunity. Put them all on. Hold up, better um, days. I'm writing them all down. Yeah. Opportunity, so beautiful. Yeah, opportunity, so good. <laughs> so yeah, that's they're my go-to. Bit love of acoustic, it. acoustic love. love it.
And I feel like that's like a different vibe to what we've got in the playlist already. Yeah, so I'm into different. it. Yeah, I'm into like, it. No techno. And I got, yeah, no time for that. <laughs> techno. Yeah, Sorry, Josh. Age, no yeah. good. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in here, for chatting to me. I know you're a little bit nervous, but you yeah, did an absolutely nervous. awesome job. I feel like, you know, everything that you said about being younger and not thinking anyone's going to care and mm. making sure you check in, like that's just – I f- just feel like there's going to be so many people that can relate to that, whether or not they're, you know, 30 now or they're 20 years old now and thinking about it. I think that is so, so important. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you very thank much. Thank you for talking about it. Thank you for being here. No, thank you. Love and ya. I just want to say quickly, um, we are very proud of you oh, for doing don't. this podcast. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> don't do that to and me. And for committing this year. So, yeah, we just want to oh, say thank dear. you. Oh, <laughs> Stop it. Okay, bye. (laughs) Hey team, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be a huge help for me and the health classes you missed if you could like, follow or subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you want to stay up to date with me, make sure you come and follow me on the health classes you missed on Instagram or THCYM underscore podcast on TikTok. Thanks guys. See you later.